running around in a, uh, your, your underwear and a sombrero? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty creepy. <laughs> I'm really creepy this episode. I'm so You sorry. are, man. You are. Skating. S- skating? It's skitching. It's bitching. Welcome back, everybody, to the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. I am Al. I'm Travis. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm Kyle. <laughs> oh. oh, you just had you had to dump on the chair, didn't you? Had to bring it down. <laughs> well, yes, we are back for episode six, and Travis has returned. I am back. I am. I'm here. And I almost didn't make it because I am sick, but I don't care anymore. Well, you have no excuse because I'm sick too. We so all are. It's going to be wonderful. We're going to get everybody sick that listens. It's going to spread through the ear canals. And I don't care because I love Sorry. doing this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, how you guys been? Go ahead. Good. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Good. Um, I've been I've been doing uh, pretty well. Uh, past two weeks, uh, past few months have been a bit rough with work and, and home life and everything like that. But uh, the house is almost completely repaired from the flooding, so I am extremely happy about that. Dude, that is one sexy awesome. floor. Yeah, it is nice. <laughs> so shiny. I would just sit there and rub it and be like, shiny. Sh- All right, don't Precious. come to my house. <laughs> you're, you're not invited over. I'm staring out the window right now looking in at the floor. Seeing my reflection. <laughs> Mrs. Travis is like, who's that weirdo outside? Oh, it's just me. Oh, okay. well, that's fine. <laughs> Travis, can you please tell Kyle to go home and stop looking at the floor? <laughs> yeah, he, you, you can come look at the floor. You just can't come in and rub it. That's, <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> yeah, besides that, everything everything has been uh, been pretty solid, so... Yeah, just happy to be back and happy to be chatting with you guys and happy to be talking retro games finally for the first time in like a month and a half. Ah, oh, man, it's awesome. Well, we missed you, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. I missed you too. That's it. There's something with the chemistry. Your 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 quippy quips. <laughs> it's my exothermic reaction. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what have uh, what have you guys been playing? Because I'll tell you what. It's been a, a great two weeks of games for me. <laughs> yeah, I hear that, dude. Holy crap. Uh, well, since it's been such a great two weeks, why don't you go ahead and uh, talk about it? <clears throat> oh, fine then. Um, <laughs> I've been playing, let's see, thanks to uh, our buds over at the Everyday Gamers podcast, uh, specifically Chris Holy Headshot. I uh, listened to their most recent episode, and he started talking about playing Assassin's Creed Origins. <clears throat> and full disclosure, like, I pretty much wrote the series off after Black Flag, Black Flag, which I loved, but I I remember hearing the sequel was just a buggy mess, and um, the, the subject matter really didn't sound that great. So I've, I've been kind of ignoring this series, and then um, <clears throat> he started talking about origins, and you know this whole it kind of goes back to the beginning of the uh, 
entire um, Assassin's timeline. But uh, I guess it takes place in 40 BC. But it, it is awesome. It's very open world. Um, you're free to just kind of explore, do your thing. And what I love about it so far is it's got the most non-invasive um, HUD and UI that this series has ever seen. Like, if for anybody that's, for anyone that's played, uh, an Ubi game, especially in the, the recent future, uh, even the most recent Assassin's Creed's, they pretty much have everything on your map. <laughs> Here, go to this icon, and here's everything you have to do. Just one by one, take it off. And, uh, <clears throat> Origins is a much more natural feel. Uh, stuff just kind of pops up as you get near it, or as you see it. Um, it has, some really cool new mechanics, uh, especially, again, this takes place, you know, in the Nile Delta. Um, you can go, you know, to Alexandria. Actually getting to walk around in the Library of Alexandria kind of had me geeking out a little bit. Um, it's just, uh, it's it's awesome. It, it's what this series has desperately needed. I think the combat's a challenge now, and um, crafting... I mean, it's, it's, it's nuts. It's the most fun I've had with an Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag. And I'm probably five hours into it, maybe five, six hours into it, but I'm absolutely loving it. It's really, really good. That's cool. I've, I've actually not played any Assassin's Creed besides the original one. So (laughs) maybe this is a good time to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd highly recommend it. Yeah, I'm, I'm the Travis. I've played the, through the first one, and I played some of the second one, and I just I just lost interest. And I know people love the Ezio one, and it was good, but I just I don't know, just kind of well, fell off the map. So well, no, and I mean, to your defense, and and to you know, to a lot of people's uh, defense on that is it wasn't a huge jump in innovation in some ways. I mean, there was you know you could go to multiple cities and you could mm-hmm. build up a base, which was cool. <clears throat> but none of the mechanics really changed and none of the missions really changed. And um I would say that was a problem uh up until the fourth one when it went all piratey, which was awesome. And um but this at the end it's what makes this new one so great is that they have <clears throat> they've really changed it up. Like they even the side missions, they're not just like generic stuff. It feels really impactful. Like, I was doing a murder investigation, like, following clues and, and uh, you know, spying to, like, find the perpetrator and stuff. And it wasn't like, you know, previous Ubi games where the perpetrator's obviously a glowing yellow silhouette in the middle of a crowd. Like, it, it's really well done. And, uh, yeah, I'm just having a blast with it. Um, especially with, like, the emergent, you know, gameplay that you get from it. Because, again, the story is decent so far but like to the point where even that's not that intrusive like you're kind of just doing your thing and uh i've learned stuff from this game already like do not ever no matter what you might think don't ever mess with hippos (laughs) do not that's that's stupid mess with hippos because i was literally you know just walking in the desert trying to get to the next city and uh, i was out in the desert too long apparently uh because all of a sudden like, it darkens up a little bit, and it starts to rain. And I look, and it's not raining rain, it's raining frickin' scarabs. I was hallucinating in the middle of the desert. 
Nice. But anyway, so nice I just, touch. Oh, dude, it's wild. And like, I finally kind of found my way back to a road and I started, I, I spotted this village. I'm like, oh, great. So, you know, I'll go get a few things and uh, see if there's any quests. And as I'm approaching, this hippo just comes out of a nearby, you know, swampy river and just starts annihilating everybody in the town. <laughs> like these poor fishermen are out in the middle of the pond just sitting on their boat and this hippo took the boat apart. That's it, awesome. It was amazing. So yeah, don't yeah, mess that with sounds about hippo. <clears throat> Do not mess with hippos. <laughs> but, uh, and then, sounds like a good title for this podcast. I like that. Yeah. Noted. Do not mess with hippos. Space bar, funny clip. Um, <laughs> and then uh, that aside, the other thing I've been playing, uh, thanks to our local neighborhood uh, addiction dealer, Travis, <laughs> first hits free to play. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing Paladins. I have been loving Paladins. That is, uh, it's a new, I don't know how new it is, but it's new to me. Uh, first person shooter by, um, High res. High res. Thank you. Thank you. Creators of Smite. <clears throat> yes, creators of Smite and Smite Tactics. Um, it is, people are comparing it to Overwatch, but I can't honestly make that because I've never played Overwatch, so I can't make the comparison. But I, I see the similarities. Um, you know, you, there's multiple champions to choose from. There's kind of five basic, right? Five basic classes. Tank, damage, support, flank. And frontline. That's, oh, that's it. Yeah, frontline damage support. Yeah, frontline. Yeah, uh, flank. Um, <clears throat> but they're just general classes. But I would say every single one of these champions, and I think there's over 30 at this point. Um, there's a lot. I don't remember how many. They, Quite a bit. They look and play completely differently from each other. I have tried multiple champions – I have never had one that I was like, oh, this is just Champion D with another skin. Like, they are completely different, and it makes for uh, really compelling play, uh, for one thing. But um, I like the matchmaking. Uh, Kyle and I have been playing together for the past uh, couple nights, mm-hmm. and especially when you end up in a great team, like, oh, my God. We, we had so much fun last night with one team, and uh, we, did. we just housed but um, what, I, what I really like about it that I think has made it so much fun for me, and I'm not somebody who normally <clears throat> plays in a competitive, you know, games, but this game was really built for competitive uh, matches and esports. You could tell, um, especially as you get into the higher, uh, higher ranks and higher matches, where you can't, nobody can play the same character on either team. So it's like yep. you know the person playing Ash. You know, is Al. <clears throat> Assuming I'm lucky enough to get my favorite champion. Right. Um, but it's great. I can see where it's going to be, especially after it releases, I can see where it's going to be a very popular uh, eSport competition game, no doubt. Yeah. They actually already have uh, world championships for it. There is a, an eSports league for it already. No kidding. Yeah. How long has that been out, Travis? Uh, it's been in beta since, oh jeez, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, like, is it over, over a year, or? It went into open beta 
um, on September 16th, uh, okay. 2016. Oh, wow. So it has been over a year. Yeah. And on, and on consoles, it's been in open since uh, May 3rd of this year. Wow. Well, uh, just uh, anybody wondering if you want to play with us, we are playing on PC right now. At least Kyle and I are. I'm playing on PS4 also. Oh, okay. But um, that's only like I know a couple of my friends that have PS4. I'm hoping they pick it up. But I'm I'm playing mostly PC. But I do have it downloaded on PS4 also in case anybody wants to play it on that. And uh, I, I am enjoying the game. And I'll also say if you're interested, you know, go and play it for a while, see if you like it. But if you think you're going to play it, um, I'm thinking they're only going to do this for the length of the open beta. But there is a founders pack that you can get for $19.99, which I did, that will unlock all the champions and all future champions. And they add, they seem to add quite a bit at a relatively regular pace. Um, and again, getting a new champion is like getting an entirely new way to play the game. So. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about you. You can't just pick the same person over and over and over again. I mean, you can if you're lucky, but. It's kind of neat that it forces you to mix up getting good with more than just one person. Yeah. I like that. And, uh, yeah, again, you find the right group. My God, that game is loads of fun. Yep. Yeah. You find the the wrong group, though, and it's terrible. Oh, which no, no. which Kyle and I did last Happened night. Last night, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, were we getting we had, pissed. We had some one – we had a, we had some games where this, like the healer was just – Perfect. I mean, this guy was oh. keeping us up, and we just destroyed. And it's like the next game we get in, and everybody's running in five different directions. And then Alan and I are just sitting there alone, like guys, <laughs> help. Yeah, that happens pretty often. And it's a siege match, and again, the whole point with siege and paladins, you take a capture point, and if your team takes it, uh, this payload comes out of the capture point. It's just like a truck full of dynamite, basically. And uh, then your team has to push it to the other team's uh, base where it'll, you know, blow up and you win the match. And so the whole point of Siege isn't, oh, let's rack up kills. It's let's get this damn thing to come out of the ground and then let's go blow people up. So Kyle and I seem to understand this on the team we played last night, except none of our team did. <laughs> and him and I are standing there and these two idiots, including the one, the other, the third guy who was our support, is running around shooting people. And sports are the healers in the game. And like I'm typing in all caps, will you guys get the hell over to the capture point and play as a team? I said because the other guys are playing as a team and they're destroying us. Oh, we got demolished. It was like, yeah, I spawned and I'm dead. Oh, it was yeah, so bad. Sometimes when that happens, it's it's almost better to kind of just go and just start doing damage as much as you can because you're not going to be able to do it one versus five. No, it's just not, not going to happen. So you might as well just have fun with it. Right, and that, and again, that's not just this game. Anytime I played Call of Duty and we played any kind of like tactical game, it's the same thing. People just go right to team deathmatch. Yep. It's like, oh, hey, headquarters, team deathmatch. But again, it's it's really cool when you find a good team, and especially when you guys like your people know how to work as a team. Mm -hmm. Man, those matches get good. Yeah, especially when both teams are doing the same. Like, yeah. Two really good teams against each other. <clears throat> it's it's fun. I'd say that last match we played last night was great. Yeah, that one was. that came right down to the wire. It did. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. So yeah, that's that's what I've been playing: AC Origins and Paladins. Cool. And, uh, loving yeah. it, loving it. Right on. And we finished. Uh, we finished Stranger Things too. 
No spoilers, please. Oh, no spoilers. Dude. Are you guys watching it yet? I'm halfway through it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I'm digging it so far. I'm going to start watching it actually this weekend. Next week, well, next weekend. Um, just because I'm trying to get my wife to watch it with me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, we have so many other things to watch, which we do. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to start watching it because I stay up later and I want to watch it. So I'm just going to watch it. It was awesome. Um, it was absolutely awesome. And they're doing a season three. Good. Nice. They have to. It's such a popular show and they do it so well. Yeah, I think they're planning to end it on season four or five. So Bummer. Yeah. At least they're planning to end it and they're not going to just draw it out until it's terrible like every other show they try to put on TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic though. How about you guys? Um, well, I've been, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take this one. I, I've been watching Stranger Things 2 also. I'm halfway through. Um, <laughs> so loving that, but that's all. That's the only TV I've really been watching. Um, nothing else. But as far as games go, um, Paladins that we talked about, playing a lot of that. Um, I picked up Doom on the Switch this Friday when it came out. Ooh. And, uh, I gotta say, it's pretty impressive how playable it is on the Switch. Obviously, it's not as graphically impressive as it is on the ps4 psc or the xbox but mm-hmm. it's it's completely playable i mean <clears throat> the speed is there the guns are there everything's the same it's just a little bit blurrier mm-hmm. but uh it's pretty awesome if you like doom and you want to play it on the go it's good uh that's great still playing a lot of odyssey um really good mario <laughs> game and, you're still uh, running around still running around in a, uh your, your underwear and a sombrero of course <laughs> <laughs> Is there nice. any way? Is there any other way to run around as Mario? I mean, <laughs> but kids get a kick out of that, and Liam—it's two players, so Liam gets to control the hat while I run around as Mario. That's so awesome. He's been digging that, and Calvin likes watching us play. He's not really at the level where he can play yet. Um, there was a third game. Oh, I downloaded uh the free game for PS4 this month is uh Worms. Yes. Oh, nice. So I downloaded that and. Uh, Liam's been cracking up at it. It's oh, pretty it's funny. Fun. It's a funny game. I love those games, but like their voices and how they explode and stuff. <laughs> exploding goat. I think our sheep had him laughing. Yes. The super I was sheep. a big fan of the banana bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've been playing that since I was on PlayStation. So. I was a fan of the holy hand grenade myself. <laughs> nice. The holy hand grenade. Is it in the PS4 one? I don't know. I didn't get it yet. I forget which version of the, the PC it was, but you actually had like the money place on holy hand grenade and when you threw it like you hear that and it's got like the smoke coming out and then it would just go then it would just go hallelujah and then blow up half the map uh yes okay i do remember that now (laughs) oh it's so good i remember getting a a demo for the original worms from pc gamer magazine back in like 1995 yeah I loved that game. <laughs> it's a fun one, and it's a good one for the kids too. Yep. Um, you know, they 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 love it, and makes them laugh. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I haven't really been. I've been like Travis. I've been busy working on the house. Um, seem to both have flooded houses, and uh, it's just been a lot of work. Yeah. So Sucks. I haven't had a lot of time for TV and stuff, and I've been exhausted. So. <clears throat> That's pretty much it for me. Yeah. What about you, Travis? All right. Well, um, it's been a while since I've really gotten to sit down and, and play through some stuff. It's been um, a while. 
I, uh, <laughs> I did play a little bit of, um, well, let's see. I finished Silent Hill 4, which was the last thing I think I was playing when I was last on the cast. What did you think of the ending? Uh, I got the worst ending. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently uh, I read up a little bit on the endings and the the, the bad ending is actually the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of lucked out in that fact that I didn't get a lamer, better ending. <laughs> um, but the ending wasn't too bad. It was kind of cool, but it didn't make much sense. It was kind of cool. Um, and uh, I started playing uh, Medal of Honor European Assault. Oh, that's a good one. I, it was actually pretty good, and I played about two hours or so of it, and then it stopped loading the levels. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, so my uh, my disc is my media is scratched at a really bad point. Um, so then uh, Extra Life came around uh, last weekend. Hey, wait, real quick, you don't have an Xbox One, do you? I do not have a one. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because that was the free game for the month. No, uh, nope, anyway. don't have a one. I, I sorry. Don't. That's okay. Um, but I was, uh, I was playing Ratchet and Clank, the original one. Yeah, I was watching you. Such an awesome game. And then I got about nine hours into that and it froze. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, bummer. So, um, with that, uh, I know I've talked about it before on the stream or on the, on the cast that my streaming is basically trying to play and beat every PlayStation 2 game I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm canceling that. <laughs> it's pretty daunting. One. Um, that's, that well, is definitely not, daunting. It's, it's not that it's daunting. It's just I have a lot of media that's not in like A plus condition. Yeah. And I'm, I don't want to play hours and hours into a game just to have it freeze up on me and me not be able to play it again right. until <clears> I pay <throat> money to get it buffed out. Well, so, and it might even be your, your reader too. No, my my uh, my PlayStation is actually pretty solid. Is it? Um I've I've had no issues up until these two games, mm. but these are the first two games that I've played that have had less than optimal media. Okay. So um, I'm I'm kind of going back to what I was doing before that and just playing JRPGs and SRPGs and ARPGs, etc. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so that's that's going to be kind of my thing going forward uh, because I know pretty much every RPG that I own is in really good shape. Yeah. So. That makes it a little easier, and I I'm I don't want to play any more sports games. <laughs> Seven was enough for me, and uh, so I'll just I'll stick with what I have now. Uh, you know, with doing the RPGs, it's more fun for me. That's what it's got to be, man. I mean, it's yeah. it's cool to try to set a goal like that and everything, but you know, realistically, you're probably going to get tired of the media. <laughs> yeah, but uh, with that change, um, also on for extra life, I started playing. Our long play mm. for the save point, um, which is Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Uh, fantastic game. Yeah. Played it. Give it a shot. Find the find the game. I think it's like 13 bucks on eBay. It's really, really affordable. And it is really, really good. I'm all in with you there. And again, full disclosure, I only have about an hour under my belt. I started playing it today. Um, but holy crap. I'll admit, part of the reason I was a little hesitant at first was that I did hear this was a JRPG. And I was like, uh, you know, a little hesitant just because my, my main complaint with most JRPGs <clears throat> is like, it's always the same, you know, good versus evil, light versus darkness. It's a very um, younger audience themed genre, at least to me, because that's all I've ever played. And, 
this game ain't that, man. This game is like Mm-mm. super mature content. Um, <clears throat> mainly in the subject matter. I mean, this is like, this is touching on some religious stuff and like, um, just dark, dark material. So again, yeah. And it's, it's <clears throat> instead of it being like, you know, like you said before, good versus evil, this is evil versus eviler pretty much. <laughs> yeah. From what I can see, it's like, uh, it's, it's just, it's more realistic in that sense. You know, everybody's kind of got, you know, some good, some evil. And I guess this game kind of pits it more towards like law slash chaos. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I like the fight system. I think, uh, it's, it's strategic enough, you know, find the enemy weakness, exploit it. But I like if you screw up and you do something that heals them, like you lose your turn. Yeah. Like there's some neat little tweaks to the formula that again, I just, I don't typically see in a lot of JRPGs, which seem to like to hold your hand for the first eight hours. Again, this, this game's not that. <laughs> nope, not at all. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing a lot more. Okay, yeah. I'm glad I recommended it then. Yeah, I am too. I never would have played it otherwise. <laughs> excellent, excellent recommendation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. Is, All right. Is that it for what you played? Um. Oh yeah, I've been playing a crapload of Paladins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm level 21 out of 30. Um, I've got a level 10 Maldamba. I play main. I main support. Um, so I've been playing a lot of Maldamba and Pip. Uh, which are my my jams? You play Pip, and uh, I play Pip. I make fun of <laughs> Pip. That's pretty um, funny. And I more often than not, I end up uh, topping. Uh, I end up <laughs> best, best support on the uh, you know the the awards screen. That's awesome um, because I generally my heels are are pretty on point, I'd say. Um, and uh, I did finish my placements in the game, and I am uh, unfortunately silver two. What? I have no idea what that means yet. I'm still like uh, level fourteen. It goes bronze five four three two one, silver five four three two one, gold, platinum, diamond, wow. master, grandmaster. There are a lot of ranks. Um, That's cool. But it's it's really tough because you can't. Paladins is not a game. Well, most games you cannot carry as a support. And with me trying to play support as much as possible, I can't carry the game. So if my team doesn't focus. There's not much I can do about it because I'll get if I try to play, you know, if I try to go frontline as a support, I'll get melted. Well, that's why you got We got to hook up in a party because yeah. I win best in class for frontline almost every game I play. Yeah, I love playing yeah, so frontline. We'll definitely, to, we'll definitely have to do it. And nobody seems to play frontline. It's funny. Like every every match I get into, like as the teams get informed, I always see no frontline. It's like <laughs> fine. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough in the sense that you've got to be pretty quick, and you got to like make sure you use your shields and and keep the, you know, keep the back of the line you know buffed up. But yep. Oh man, it's a blast! I could talk about paladins forever, but so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we should move on until it happens, so it doesn't happen. <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> um. All right. So I guess that will bring us to retro news. Retro news 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 news, 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 news. I faded that time. <laughs> yeah, good job on that fade. That was, that was a nice echo. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's getting better every time. It is. I'm working on it. You know, I sit there and practice in the mirror every morning for 10 minutes. Is that what you're doing? 
That's pretty creepy. <laughs> I'm really creepy this episode. I'm so You sorry. are, man. You're Captain Creeper right now. <laughs> That's awesome. I think I just got all the clips for our intro. Great. <laughs> and we're only halfway through. It only gets better from here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so this week, or by week in news we care about, um, there is, and this isn't something that just came out today, but uh, somebody is releasing Nintendo's old Flash games and websites. That's cool. Wait, I what? I think that's pretty neat. Flash and games? These, uh, yeah, websites and Flash games. Yeah, I'll post it in the Discord so you can check it <coughs> So, pretty much a guy named uh, well, where is it? I have it right here. Skelux, Skelux. Mm-hmm. Um, he's collecting Nintendo's old Flash websites and games, and uh, he's he's starting to piece them together so people can play them again and check them out. I think this is great for preservation, even though it's only Flash games. Uh, I, it's still something that was part of Nintendo's history, and I think it's really neat that someone's taking the time to do this. I never even knew it existed. I'm hoping Nintendo doesn't poo on it. And he's offering small rewards for uh, people who want to help him piece this together and can help lead him in the right direction. Yeah. Might be a pretty big undertaking because, uh, you know, I don't know how much of that's preserved or, or still around. I don't know how he's getting his hands on it. but uh, That's pretty wild. It's pretty cool that he's taking the time to do this. <laughs> I, I like anything that, can, that, that preserves games so people can play them again in the future. I'm a huge fan of that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rad. That's awesome. I'll have to look into that. Um, did I, did I hit enter? Yeah, I posted it. All right. Let me just see if there's any uh, news that I care about this week. Um, yeah, it looks like Battlefront 2 is more of a – even more of a screwy fiasco than we thought. I don't even want to go into it, but uh, – Oh. <laughs> no, no. It's just – no. Nope, 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 nope. And it really, it really sucks. <laughs> no, go you, ahead. You bring a – sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say it really sucks because like, I, I got the free multiplayer demo like two weeks ago, and uh, the starfighting portion is a blast, but I'm just not supporting what that game is building itself on. There's no way. But yeah, go ahead. Or sorry. EA. No, I was just going to say it's funny you're bringing up a game by EA after – what what was the company they just bought? Someone posted it. Um, the guys that did Titanfall. Yeah, yeah I, I just wanted to post taps under that post on SavePoint because <laughs> – yeah. That, that company's going down. Yeah, I mean, it all started when EA took over my precious Origin Online and uh, <laughs> yep. sent, mis- sent Mr. Garriott packing. And, uh, I've and they've n- ruined UO. They've ruined Ultima. I've never forgiven them for that. Like, they, the Ultima 9 is just the biggest spit in the eye. <clears throat> Damn you, EA. Yeah. Um, the worst. An- another thing I will say, though, in news that I thought was really cool, and I actually remember checking this game out some months ago, but Josh uh, posted about um, there's a game right now on Steam called Road Redemption, mm-hmm. which yes. for <clears throat> for fans of uh, the old Road Rash games, this is the game you've been waiting for. It is uh, it's Road Rash, basically, in everything but name. Uh, with some rogue elements to it. And, uh, I did play it briefly. I don't know if I had a demo or a, a preview or whatever, but, I mean, this is going back almost a year. And, uh, it was really, really good. And it looks like it's, uh, clean in house after release with reviews and stuff. 
<clears throat> and Josh said uh, specifically, uh, yeah, I'm sure you find retro gamers remember Road Rash. Somebody gave it a modern facelift. And this is in the save point, by the way. Sorry. Tiny, uh, tiny.cc slash save point. Uh, somebody gave it a modern facelift and made it a rogue light. And it is so much fun. It's everything I wanted it to be and more. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, uh, that's just one thing I wanted to highlight because it's an indie developer and, uh, it just looks like they made it with the, the love of Road Rash that, you know, we haven't seen since Road Rash. So, hit it have up. Either you, have either of you guys played Road Rash recently for Genesis? Yes. It is so bad now. It's, it is. I was just going to say it has not well. held up well at all. No. I, <laughs> it, you know what? It yeah. still held up better than Skitchin. I know. I, mean, I know. Now, so what? Like, uh, did you guys play Skitchin? I did not I like Skitchin. about it. <laughs> See, and, the, and this, this is the weird thing. When that came out, my friend Ethan and I were playing that, like – over the course of this one summer, and I remember kind of enjoying it. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to play it now because I'm sure it's it's horrible. Oh no, I'm picking it for our next game. For uh... God damn it! <laughs> Do you remember the tagline for the for skitting? No. Uh, skating, skating, hitting, skitching. It's bitching. <laughs> that was the tagline. Yes. Have you guys? Amazing. Have you seen the the cover of it? it, it there's nothing more '90s. No. Wow. That is the most '90s. Like. I think the only thing that can compare 90s-wise to the cover of Skitchin might be Kid Chameleon. Oh. Because that was pretty 90s, too. Yes. Was that 90s, or was that more like, in, uh, yeah, early 90s, late 80s? Early 90s, yeah. Yep. <laughs> did, uh, <clears throat> did you hear the uh, the segment or the thing that Kyle wants to do, Travis, is turn a portion of our save point into purposely picking games that he knows I'm going to hate? <laughs> and I'm make okay me that. and make me play them. Yes. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm I'm actually all right with it, but <laughs> yeah, so it'll be a Kid Chameleon and Fester's Quest. Because God moly, did I hate that game? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that wasn't good. Should we roll right into that? Yeah, oh, let's. No. Well, we did well, talk we, about we, it. We did, or do we want to talk about the? Uh... Let's do the question of the week. Yeah, actually. Um, Let me pull that up, unless you have it up already, Travis. I have my question of the week up. uh, That was actually posted on September 18th. (laughs) We've been saving it for you, buddy. This is how long it's been since I have actually been on a cast. And wait. It's literally been almost two months. In your defense, there were about two or three weeks of us trying to record. Yes, and I screwed it up. No, no, no. You Come on, don't, don't say that. Difficult. <laughs> well, it was it, it was pretty bad. Uh, it wasn't really my fault. It was just a stupid open broadcaster's 64-bit version being total garbage. <laughs> it was it was a just a uh, technical difficulties all around. So I I, I could see why you just needed time off. You're like, God damn it! I've done I've done the same cast three times in a row. <laughs> I don't have the Son of a bitch. To anymore. But, all right, so all right, so we'll we'll jump into the question of the week um, that uh, that that I did, and uh, that game was, or yeah, that well, game that, question. That question was, what game did you play that gave you the serious feels, good or bad, and made you almost or actually shed a few tears? So uh, I'll I'll just go ahead and go first. Uh, the game for me was Phantom Brave for PS2. Um, I actually do have a Let's Play of it on YouTube, um, but 
at the end of the game, I did actually shed a few tears because it is it is very heart wrenching. Um, it is not it's not your typical <coughs> Nipponichi type game where it's all comedy. This is serious. Um, there are some some light moments, but it's mostly uh, it's mostly real you know hard hitting kind of situations. Um, and, uh, it definitely, you know, a lot of things kind of just struck me as, wow, I was not expecting this kind of feels to come from a game. Yeah. And, uh, like, I mean, it even, it even beats out some of the, the, the front runners, like to the moon and everything for me. Really? So, yeah. That was, that is definitely the game for me. So if you, if you feel like, if you feel like crying <laughs> and also playing a ridiculously good strategy RPG, check out Phantom Brave. It is awesome. I'm gonna check into that. I I never even heard of it as far as I remember. Yeah, That's it is. First. It's from the same. It's from the developer who uh, who made Disgaea. Okay. Uh, which most people have heard of. Yep. Um, or more recently, uh, Danganronpa. Okay. Um. So yeah, it is. It is. It is good. It is very very good. And it's they actually re-released it for PC back in the summer. Oh, cool. Um, I think it's like I think it's like twenty bucks on Steam. So. Ooh, I, might have I remember to grab watching. It. I remember you watching stream this game for a little. Yeah, I did play this game a little bit. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um and yeah, let me. Uh, well, go ahead, Kyle. I'm I'm just digging up mine. Okay. Um. Well, mine mine's a no brainer for me. Um. Mine is uh, Nino Kuni when mm-hmm. um there's a scene where the the main protagonist and his friend build a car and they're taken out for a drive oh. they crash the car he ends up in the water the mom swims out rescues him ends up having a heart attack and dies right in front of him in the hotel and this is like the first the 10 minutes of the game <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty early in the beginning and uh that's like some that's some up stuff right there Oof. holy crap yeah so it was um it was pretty rough, and he, you know, just like the screen goes black, and he's screaming for his mom. That kills me. Like, it's just like Jesus, you know, like what game am I getting into here? And you know, it was, and I think too, we were just about to have Liam when I was playing this game, literally within like a couple weeks. Yeah, that's why, that's why yeah. I, put, I put so many hours into it because I was trying to beat it before. <laughs> you know, he came out, and I, you know, when you have kids, or right before you have kids, you're an emotional wreck because it puts life into perspective, and it's just like, you know, this is going to happen at some point. Yeah, and that's what made that's what makes it really hard, you know, and that's what really hit me pretty hard because it was just like, it, it just put everything in perspective, and that's happening right when I'm about to have a kid, and uh, yeah, it it was a rough one, um, and stuff like it hits you hard every time since, like mm-hmm. yeah. I, dude, I could watch anything before I had kids, and like the second my daughter was born, like I can't watch anything. Like I, I I was watching Gladiator the other day, and it's like you know the opening scenes of the movie where he's trying to get back to his family, and uh, they, they you know come to his farm and like just slaughter his wife and kid. I was like, oh my god! Like I, I couldn't even watch it. Like like not yeah. that I shut it off, but it's just like I was like getting emotional over it. And I'm like, oh my god, what has happened to me? But yeah, it's just. Uh, <clears throat> no, I t- I totally get that man, and and uh, Nina Cooney for sure. I remember. When I got that game, I remember thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, my God. Is this like the first 20 minutes of this game? What the hell am I getting into? Yeah, well, I, mean, I know Ghibli doesn't really shy away from things like that. No. I, yeah. I hear that Grave um, – uh, what is it? Grave of Fireflies or something like that. Mm. Yeah. 
Is that what it is? I hear I that one's so. a, that's a pretty rough one to deal with. But you know, so they they they're they're never one to shy away from death or or, or you know situations like that. So I should have known going in, but I didn't think it was going to hit me that quick or that hard. <laughs> I mean, that just really hit <coughs> Yeah. So absolutely. But you know what? I will say before I pass it on to you, um, any game that can, I'm, I'm impressed by any game that can tug at your emotions like that, whether it's anger, you know, getting upset, sad, happy, anything like that, I think is just very impressive when a develop, when, when they can pull that off. Yeah, that's always good writing. Not even just good writing, but especially if they're doing it through, you know, their cinematics and, mm-hmm. you know, combining with the music and the voice acting, you know, almost making it a very cinematic experience. Like that to me is when you've got a, a real masterpiece mm-hmm. that can do that on an emotional level. You know, and, and bringing up the kids too, I don't want to blab too much, but bringing up the kids too, um, I played through Majora's Mask for the first time on the 3DS when it was released. Mm-hmm. I played it on the N64 when it came out, but <clears throat> I never really paid much attention to it. But playing it again on the, the 3DS when, when you realize that people's masks that you're putting on are, are deceased – <laughs> spirits in the mask yeah. and you're you're the, uh, you're the Deku kid and you realize you're chasing his dad at the end he's like yeah he reminded me of my son it's just like damn yeah. <laughs> like, <clears throat> that, that was that was pretty dark too you know that was another one yeah you start noticing all this stuff <laughs> you do you really do so. it's awesome being a parent though <laughs> it, it is. is it is don't let this deter you no <laughs> all right travis I already went. Uh, <laughs> Your turn. Um, mine would definitely be Xenogears by uh, SquareSoft. Uh, it was a PS1 game and one of the longest RPGs. <clears throat> and this was another JRPG, but again, it was not a uh, good versus evil, no, light versus dark. This was another very deep uh, very dark subject matter. This actually, like, this delved into stuff, and it's why you'll hear, you know, some people call it one of the best games ever, um, because its storyline dealt with things that, like, <clears throat> it dealt with, um, like, psychology, and I think it's the Freudian psychology with, like, the id, ego, and superego. Correct. And, um, like, it, it, deals with, it deals with, like, you know, the main character... You know, he kind of, you know, it's the typical, like, he has amnesia, and he's living in this village, and something really bad happens that, like, unlocks these memories for him, and then all of a sudden, this, this, uh, during this attack on the town, this creature, a person named Id, appears. It just slaughters half the village. And, uh, um, like, it's obvious that it's, I mean, it looks like the main character. It's obvious he transforms. Because, like, it happens, you know, as something bad is happening, he starts snapping, and then all of a sudden becomes this this character called Id. And like I said, so then he, you know, everything, you know, dust settles, he wakes up and doesn't realize what he did. And, like, the people that, like, he loved, that, you know, were, like, the family he never had, like, uh, the kid that he was kind of like an uncle to, hates him because he just killed his mother and father. Oh, jeez. And this is, like, the first two hours. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> and um, it proceeds into an 80-hour epic that deals with everything from, you know, what makes a man, you know, a person a person, <clears throat> uh, who is God, um, 
and How many roads must a man walk down? <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it deals with reincarnation. Like there's a scene kind of over halfway towards the end where the main character and the love interest in the story begin to realize that they've been living this same pattern of life for eons. And like <clears throat> the same thing keeps happening to where they start realizing, you know, they're meant to be together and they love each other. And there's this crisis and the girl always sacrifices herself to save, you know, a majority, you know, a whole bunch of people. And then the main character is left alone, broken and sad. <clears throat> and, um, yeah. And then by the end of it, you know, it's all about like breaking. Can you break that cycle? And what happens if you do? And to this day, like I won't spoil the ending, but like to this day, that that ending has stuck with me. And I remember, you know, just putting the controller down, like wiping my eyes and going like, holy shit, I've never experienced that in a video game before to where like you walk away from that game and you're thinking about it for the next week. It was yeah, I'm, I'm actually on eBay right now trying to score a copy of Xeno Gears. It is That's it, awesome. It's one of the most fun SquareSoft games. It's long, it's difficult. Um especially as you're getting towards the end, it's really difficult. And it's one of those you'll have to grind and, you know, level up. <clears throat> but it has a lot of stuff that Square games at the time didn't. Um you know, there's kind of two kinds of fighting. Uh, the main fighting where you're just, you know, as characters, it's all like martial arts and like mixing, you know, in Final Fantasy turn-based style, but doing like weak, mid, strong, and that turns into a combo, which unleashes an, an ability like you would use, you know, magic in a Final Fantasy game. <clears throat> and then, you know, there's Gears, the other big portion of this game, which are giant-ass robots. And... um I like giant ass robots. Yeah, and there is like <laughs> equipping like I just imagined an ass robot. Yep. Fart <laughs> like, <Yeah>. of doom. <laughs> but uh yeah, and then that's like a whole different thing for fighting and stuff. It's really fun, man. Like especially you Travis, like kind of getting an idea of what you like to play. I think you would absolutely go nuts for this game. <laughs> I mean, I'm already a huge fan of of SquareSoft. Uh, through the PlayStation years, so mm -hmm. it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I loved I, I love giant robots in the first place. Yeah, and then giant robots that you can play as in a JRPG. I mean, that that's yeah, it's perfect for me. I love it. And a neat little twist that they did, like in combat, you know, say you're walking around, you know, not in the gears, you're just walking around yourself, and you get attacked by you know a bunch of monsters. And you just want to really be a jerk to them, you can jump in your gear and go from dealing, you know, reasonable damage to the monsters, just squashing them, doing like 2,000 damage, stepping on them. Nice. I mean, there's limitations to it, but yeah, just neat little, you know, <clears throat> details like that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's stuck with me ever since. And it's, it's one of those, like, I haven't, I haven't played it to beat it since because I'm like I don't know if I can go for that roller coaster ride again. <laughs> but it's, it's funny you're looking for Xeno Gears and I just never to be of Nocturne. <laughs> yeah, I, I and there are so many like between between Atlas and Square. Yeah, like I honestly think that they really 
have the lock on RPGs for the for the fifth and sixth generations. Yeah, Star Ocean, baby. That's another one of my favorites. Star Ocean's ridiculous. Um, the Final Fantasies, as as much of I'm not a big fan <laughs> of seven or eight. Um, I love nine. I yeah. thought nine was incredible. Um, even though I haven't beat it, I've gotten pretty far, and and it is truly an incredible game. Um, because it does harken back, but yeah, SquareSoft and Atlas. I mean, they just everything they do to me or did to yeah, me. Yeah, I was saying in that era was amazing. Yeah, that era was just great. <clears throat> so cool. Yeah, that was awesome, man. I'm finally glad we got to like do that one because that was like yeah, I liked that question. <laughs> But um, yeah, no. Uh, let me uh, unless you still have the the Facebook group up, Travis. Let's see what uh I, some others said. I did. Let me. Uh, I I did, and I accidentally clicked on something, so I have to rescroll back down to it. So give me uh, give me one sec. I should be there in, in just a moment. Alrighty. Uh, was it September eighteenth? I said. Yeah. You could just search it in the when you go in the save point. You could search it in the search bar. Yeah. Uh. Hold on. I'm uh, on it. I'm on it. Okay. Uh, search this group the feels it's it's hidden behind a Seymour so oh crap there we go freaking Seymour Seymour butts (laughs) (laughs) alright I got it up alright alright let's start with uh, Joshua says to the moon to the moon, to the moon, to the moon, to the Good moon. Choice. <laughs> and if you have not played that game, play it. Yes. It is fantastic. <clears throat> that is a, oh, that's a heart squeezer. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it is. really is. <clears throat> um, all right, next up, Lucas says, if you ever played through the whole story of Witcher 3, you really got invested in the characters. If you then got the bad ending, it really sucked terribly. Certainly got me in the feels there. Still haven't gone back and picked it up to play the expansions. <clears throat> yeah, um, Witcher 3 was definitely a real shocker um, in how good it was. Not that the other two were, were bad. I mean, I think the Witcher series as a whole has been really, really good. But, um, yeah, that, that had another deep story where you were dealing with a lot of, like, heavy, heavy content and... uh a lot of times it was never really clear, and it's easy to see, you know, how you could get the bad ending and not even realize it, you know, because it, it, you don't – certain choices, you think you're doing the right thing, and then the story comes back with, well, yeah, and you did that, and now this happened. And you're like, oh, crap, if I had thought about that a little more. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's that's a great game, though. That's a good one, Luke. Yeah. Uh, next up, Amber says, I don't know if it's retro since it's from 1998 and, uh, I'll put in parentheses. Yes, that is retro. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't, and it doesn't matter. We don't care for these questions. <clears throat> yeah, it um, doesn't matter. It's Oddworld Abe's Exodus. <laughs> that game is so damn depressing. It really is. They're fun though. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're a, blast, a blast, but it's so freaking sad. <laughs> like all of the Abe's games. Like, they're just, like, all the Oddworld games are just so depressing because you realize that, like, your your entire race, your entire people are just subjugated to hell and slavery, and it's just, it's miserable. It's the Game of Thrones. It's a Game of Thrones video game series. (laughs) 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 Yeah. uh, Let's see. Next up is Phil. Uh, We're just, since his uh, is kind of, well, I guess it's kind of recent. 
enough uh, where he's got spoilers in there. Um, so I'm going to try and filter out the spoilers. But uh, mine was Mass Effect 3. Uh, many will knock the game, but saying uh, goodbye to characters and having to choose between other characters, not knowing the outcome, was very difficult. Uh, such a sense of finality written into many of the choices in that game. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, I, I think we might have talked about it once on maybe the earliest cast. But I do remember, you know, people flipping out about the original ending of Mass Effect 3. And <clears throat> I understood it to a point. I understood the outrage, you know, because they've been promising you every choice you make will affect, you know, from the whole series will affect the ending. But in a way, it did. You know, the ending wasn't just what happened at the end, you know, the last few minutes. It was everything leading up to it. And uh, I do remember just, like, that that was a game that definitely took a dump on you a little bit on the way out the door. Like you were <laughs> you were hurting by the end of that game, but it was uh that was good. I don't know, I, I liked it. <clears throat> All right, let's see. Next up we've got Ryan with uh not retro but Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is legit. The first game I've played to legitimately uh expletive deleted with my anxiety and now what I experience on a daily basis. Sometimes the voices in the game whisper stuff that hits way too close to home. Nothing else I've ever played has done that. I've heard that and, from multiple people about that game. Yeah, I am. Um, I I know. I know that they brought in actual sufferers of psychosis, yeah, uh, as well as psychiatrists and doctors <laughs> who treat it. Uh, That's crazy to, to actually act as uh, help on developing the game because they wanted to make it as true to life and not just like cop out. And this is what we see in movies about it yeah they wanted to do it the right way and uh as far as i've seen i have not played it uh but as far as i've seen and heard they did do it right yeah i i've heard to the degree of um uh, friends i know that have played it that that do deal with some struggles uh mentally Uh, my one friend made the mistake of playing it with headphones on and uh he's like and i mean he's you know he's okay it's not like it, it you know drove him crazy or anything but even he was like I had to uh, dial it down a little bit on the realism and take the headphones off and just put it through the TV speakers. He's like, cause yeah, I, he goes, it's one thing to hear the voices, but it's another thing when they're actually going, you know, 3D and headphones and swirling around your head. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and that's that's what I've heard. Though, is, is if you want the best effect, you got to do it with headphones. Yeah. Yep. So um, I, I'll definitely be picking that up at some point because that that actually got really really good reviews. So yeah, absolutely did. Yeah, I really want to check that out. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, for, uh, John says, <laughs> for me, it was Red, Red Dead Redemption. Um, I really got into the story. When it was over, there was a void in my life for a while. I would just log in and go crazy killing people in the town. just wasn't the same on Witcher 3, though I did figure out how to kill the crazy high-level city guards. <laughs> oh, John. Um, <laughs> I understand that, though. Uh, Red Dead Redemption... <clears throat> was one of my favorite games. Um, still is. I, I still play it now that it's on, you know, backwards compatibility. But it, um, I, I love anything Western. And while this did have some, you know, t- stereotypical Wild West, uh, that never really existed, I mean, it still was a lot of fun. But man, yeah, like there's, <laughs> leading up to that ending, and it's like, you know, there's no way out. And you're just gonna go out and, take as many down as you can. Uh, I thought it was very, uh, <clears throat> very Butch Cassidy-esque. And okay. uh, just very, very well done. So, uh, yeah, no, I could see that. 
All right. Um, let's see. John number two says, I have two, Shadow of the Colossus, and as a parent, and depending on which course of action you take, Fallout 4. Oh, yeah. Um, I have personally not beaten Fallout 4, but I have gotten far enough where, you know, you start coming upon some of the uh, the more heart-wrenching stuff. And, yeah, there's I could imagine that it gets much worse. Oh, yeah, especially when, uh, you know, with the big reveal in that game, depending on which way you go, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's another one as a parent, like, yeah, that one's going to get you. That one's really going to get you. <laughs> um, Al, oh yeah, Al agreed with uh, John and Phil, you know, saying goodbye to everyone in Mass Effect 3 and Red Dead. Um, yep. I think, oh God, Travis, not Travis, Kyle, <laughs> I love the uh, gif you posted in that post, the uh, feels wave and the uh, spirited away guy. Yeah. <laughs> no face. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Um, bringing up the kids. That's uh, one of Amber's favorite movies from when she was growing up and I got it for her for Christmas on DVD and it is now one of Paige's favorite movies. I nice. love it. But, uh, she doesn't quite get it. Uh, like the other, she's like, why, why do the mommy and daddy turn into pigs? And I'm like, cause they hate like piggies. And then I'm thinking, oh wait, no, don't want to give her an eating disorder. Uh, no, it's because the food was magic. <laughs> but yeah, that just brings my memories. I like that, uh, I like that movie. <laughs> Another studio, uh, Ghibli production. Yep. Um, Alan, a different Alan. Yes. Says, uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 through 4, and more recently, Yakuza 0. I am, uh, I've gotta play the Yakuza series. I I've gotta play the Metal Gear Solid games. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a disclaimer. That game gets into some wacky territory. In a good way. Um, <clears throat> you'll hear some people be like, oh my god, I couldn't follow that series. But it yeah. is, it is one where, you know, if you get invested in it and you start, you know, start playing from the one on the PS1, um, Metal, okay. Gear, Metal Gear Solid. That's where, uh, you know, do one through four. Because uh, they do a good job of recapping the lore from the MSX uh, games, the one and two from the MSX, which are the canon uh, okay. Metal Gear stories, not the one from Nintendo. Um, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I highly recommend if you have an MSX laying around or, uh, you know, through emulation, if you are interested in going back to that series roots, um, you can play it on the... Uh, the MSX, there's there's translators for that, or if you actually are able and lucky enough to get the special edition of Metal Gear Solid 3, which I actually have laying around somewhere, it's called Metal Gear Solid 3 Subsistence. Okay, uh, yeah. That mm. comes with the uh, first two games on the MSX. Oh, nice. And um, it actually comes with a DVD that is basically <clears throat> a cinematic version of Metal Gear Solid 3, where it, it, like, plays through the movies and, like, has some action scenes and stuff, and it actually plays out like a movie, which I thought was kind of a neat touch. But, uh, yeah. It's cool. a it's a great series, and by the, by the end of it, too, by the end of the fourth one, you're just like... Yeah, it's another one where you have so much invested in a character, and, you know, it's not a spoiler in, in any sense. I'm not telling you what happens to him, but just seeing, you know, his part in the story coming to a close is just like, man, you know, it's a, it's a wild ride. It was, you know, it was a great adventure 
and it's <laughs> all over. <laughs> nice. All right, and finally, Troy <laughs> says, when Eris dies in Final Fantasy VII, yes, I'm saying Eris and not Aerith, uh, Titus in Final Fantasy X, <coughs> and the death in Final Fantasy XV, it is newer, and I don't want to spoil it any further for anyone. I don't know what it is about FF games. Oh. Uh, Final Fantasy games are even, like, even stretching back to Final Fantasy IV has some tough moments. Sure. Um, yeah. I'm not going to spoil Final Fantasy 15 either, but that end, oh my god, that did choke me up. I, I forgot about it until I read this answer, um, especially after you beat it. <clears throat> I mean, the ending itself is, is, you know, it's a good but sad ending, but then it goes back to the night before the final battle. And um, it's just, you know, the main characters chilling around the campfire. And I pretty much had to leave the room because I was starting to lose it. It was that was actually, you know, for the time you invest in that game, um, that was some great payoff emotionally, just the way they did it. And uh, it was definitely one of the more mature Final Fantasy uh, storylines. It was really good. Yeah, y'all need to play Phantom Brave. Yeah, it's, I, I'm getting there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play me some Shin Megami Tensei like a mofo. Yeah, that's good. That's good, good, good. But, um, let me see. Actually, um, I guess that will bring us to our, our game club, the Safe Point. Yay. Woohoo! Uh, point. Um, we'll talk about... Much easier than, much easier than saying the, the Facebook URL, isn't it? Facebook, Facebook.com slash group slash SAPT. Yes, it is much easier now that I remember it. Um, but yeah, the same point is our, you know, book club slash, you know, it's like a book club for games, um, where, you know, anybody can join. Uh, we encourage anybody listening, you know, come on in, join the group. We, we love to just, uh, talk video games, but what we actually, uh, do on a regular basis is we have, uh, short plays, which are games that you can play. <clears throat> you know, in a handful of hours over the course of two weeks. And then we have our long play, which is our month-long uh, game. And this is usually, you know, an RPG or just a game that, you know, you can't sit down and and get the whole feel for, you know, in one or two sessions unless you're doing an all-nighter. Um, but, yeah, so we got a great group. I think we were, up, you know, up in the 70 count for members. Yep. Um, I highly encourage our current members, keep talking, keep posting, you know, it's it, we get some great conversations in there, and um, it's just great to again just be a part of. Uh, you know, kind of feels like being back in uh, school with all my gamer buddies. You know, we're able to like just talk about some of the latest games or games that we loved playing, and uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a great group, and that brings us to our game club picks that we are currently playing, and uh, <coughs> we talked about it. On the last episode, but we finally finished up Fester's Quest. Thankfully. Thank crap. I hated that game. I, yeah. uh, uh, I tried to go back to it with another perspective of, well, it's like, you know, built on the same Blaster Master engine. No, I still hated it. Um, I couldn't play it without save states. I tried. Um, and I just wanted to throw stuff. <laughs> it is a very difficult game. Um, if you're not getting lost in the, underworld areas you're getting destroyed by things that pop out from you you know pop out <laughs> from nowhere and glitchy graphics and slow down and all that fun stuff 
terrible guns, horrible oh respawning. God. It's a, <laughs> oh, hey, check out this wave gun that just goes around the thing you're trying yeah, to Yeah, it goes around in right. a circle and you can't hit a damn thing with it. Oh, that oh. went around him, uh, and again, and it went around that guy too, and crap. Yeah, they they call it the wave gun because you fire it and then wave at the guy as he blasts you in the face. Oh, look, I got an upgrade. So now the the circle gun, the, the gun that shoots out in the circle, is even wider. Yeah, the circle even gets more. wider. <laughs> like, what kind of upgrade is that? Ah, oh. again, it was one of those games. Like when you picked it, I was like, oh yeah, I remember renting this and I had fun, and like I started playing it. And I'm like, there's no way I enjoyed this game. I probably no, brought I it back. I don't remember what family member hated me enough to get me this game. As a <laughs> but uh, I didn't like it as a kid. I still don't like it. Um, I will say the music's good. And graphically, it's fine. It's a playable game, but I'm just not – I don't like it. Well, we'll do a little throwback to our first cast. <clears throat> and I, get, I, I can tell you what relative it wasn't, and it wasn't your cool grandma that got you Doctor Who in the way of the Wang Chung. Because that sounds like she would get you cool presents. She did get me cool presents. <clears throat> so it definitely she did. She got me a lot of cool presents, man. She got me – um, it was a pen that was also a radio play, like a radio station so I could sit in school and listen to the radio. That's awesome. Uh, she got me an alarm clock that like a little thing – you know, remember those like little – like they look like little plastic guns and you'd shoot the trigger and it would like shoot up in the air? Yeah. Around. yeah. She got me one of those. It was an alarm clock. Huh. Nice. And it wouldn't stop beeping until you got up and picked it up and put it back in the alarm. So made sure you got your lazy butt up. <laughs> oh my god, that's like the uh, the alarm clock I had in college that I got off of. Uh, was it Think Geek? I got Clocky. Anybody remember Clocky? I think so. It was um, it was it was this little alarm clock that had wheels and like oh, motor and servos. Oh, yeah. And when your alarm went off, the thing would just barrel ass off your nightstand and start rolling around your room and you'd have to grab it to shut it off. They'd be like, wake up, wake up. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> and, uh, oh. yeah, I don't know if there's really that much more to say about the Adams family though, uh, other than get a turbo gun or a turbo, control a turbo controller. Yeah. Otherwise it is unplayable. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, for Sunsoft, I was kind of disappointed being a Sunsoft. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that brings us to our long play, which is Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get too into it until we're done with the month, but um, I'm digging it so far. Loving it. It's about yeah. time we got a, a a good JRPG that isn't just you know good versus evil, and there's some you know some gray, some uh, just a different take on the on the RPG genre. I'm really really loving it so far. Like yeah, and if honestly, if you do like this, uh, I do highly recommend checking out also um, SMT Digital Devil Saga. I'll be getting them uh, all. And Digital <laughs> Devil Summoner. Um, and uh, I have yet to pick it up, but I plan on doing so soon. Uh, probably once I beat Nocturne, um, I will be picking up uh, Shin Megami Tensei for Apocalypse for, I believe it's the 3DS. Oh, wow. Um, so, and I do want to, I do want to try, actually try to find uh, patches for uh for Megami Tensei for the NES and uh Shin Megami Tensei for the SNES. I think it was SNES. Um <coughs> yeah, great great series. Every game that I've played from it has been great. Um this is also the same series that Persona is spun off of. Oh, I thought it, I thought Persona was the same game. It's it's uh it is off of uh the SMT universe. Okay. <coughs> um and each each one 
kind of plays a bit differently where the main series you get the demons on your team and you fight as yourself and with the other demons and then uh with um persona they are the demons kind of help you they're, uh-huh. they're your personas they're they're how you cast magic and stuff like that okay. and then the the uh, uh digital devil saga you actually become the demons like you kind of switch fa- back and forth between human and demon um so each one has a little different take on how the demons come into the universe and it's uh it's pretty <laughs> cool uh, i like how they they have different kind of sets of games that aren't all just the same exact style as this they've spun off in a bunch of different ways and everyone i've played has been successful so awesome i'm really looking forward to playing that playing that more i mean like i said what i played so far I'm really digging. I'm like kind of like, ah, oh, man, I can't believe I missed out on this. So yeah. I'm I'm gets, really looking forward to it. Quick. Yeah, it quick. I was gonna say within quick. the first first hour, it gets yeah. pretty damn deep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about it at the end of the month for sure. Just uh, be warned, <clears throat> you will have to grind. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm sure it's a JRPG. That aspect never goes away. Um, there are some JRPGs that I haven't had to grind. This is not one of them. <laughs> Definitely not one of them at all. Uh, it is hard, uh, especially once you come to the real, uh, real bosses of the game. Yeah, they are freaking tough as nails. All right. So it can't be as bad as Cuphead. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's as hard as Cuphead. But man, it's. Uh, I love that game. Some time. I love that game, but it is humbling me. I love it too. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, fellas, I hear the music. Yeah, yeah, actually, um, I, I reached out to him on Twitter. I think I mentioned this last cast. Obviously thanking him profusely for letting him, letting us use his music. And then I had to ask him, I'm like, how is it pronounced? And he is, and I, I literally like, is it OZ apostrophe D or, you know, OZ dash CED? Cause I'm not going to actually type in pronunciation. And he's like, oh, you're fine. It's OZ apostrophe D. I was like, yes, we've been saying it right. Uh, yes. OZZED.net. The guy has some of the best chip tunes I've heard. And, uh, th- that's the music that you're hearing now. And the one that starts out our podcast is all by the, the great and powerful Ozd. And, um, yeah, if you, um, want to reach us, you want to reach out to us, we're on Twitter at the Retro Rents. Um, you can hit me up individually at Retro Rents Al. And, uh, yep. Kyle, where can they reach you? Uh, hold on. Help me out here. Am I, uh, at Retro Rents underscore Kyle? <laughs> All right. I was waiting to see. I was waiting to see if he's. <laughs> see, I'm on Twitter once a month, so don't. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you, uh, yeah, it was the and, same uh, just for everybody listening, no, it's, it's retro, it's at retro, runs, yeah, retro runs Kyle. There is no underscore in his actual Twitter handle. <laughs> oh, what a <laughs> fail. In his name, yes, there's an underscore button. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, yeah, you look, you're better off reaching me on the save point. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and, um, and, uh, you can reach Travis at. You can hit me up, uh, at TXP Sodabread. Yes. Follow him on Twitter. He's doing some really good stuff outside of our cast. And, trying um, to. Trying to. And uh, I do want to highlight, we, we did talk about it a bit last cast, but um, the both of you really raised some serious money for Extra Life this year. 
and uh, just you know from uh, for me you know just being a dad with two very healthy children but knowing uh, friends who had some very difficult births that actually had to uh, stay at CHOP you know CHOP basically saved their kids life so it was really cool to see you guys raking in you know some serious cash for a really great hospital and um, thank you yeah you guys really you did a great job and uh oh, thanks thanks to the donators really I mean <coughs> I mean yeah we're we're playing games for 24 hours but I mean the people that are pitching in the cash are oh yeah they are true heroes <laughs> yeah absolutely and yes obviously thank you to everybody who donated and uh who in some way just helped out to make that happen because it, it really is a great cause um one that I am absolutely planning on being a part of next year and uh I look forward to Oh, I'm gonna. It, it's it's set in stone. So, and uh, hey, while we're on the topic, why don't, we, uh, why don't we plan for next year doing all three of us on one stream? That's what I was thinking. I was actually yeah. gonna ask if we could do that. We'll all gather at one place. We'll have a we'll have a webcam going. They can see of see us all, and we'll all be streaming and everything. I think that would be awesome. That would be a really oh, cool cool bit to the cast. I think people would come out for that. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's plan on it then. I'm game. Let's do it. All right, I've got I've got a I've got a finished basement, so uh, and I've got decent internet that three of us can probably stream our own individuals and have a team stream too. So let's Excellent. plan on that. All right, that sounds good. All right, fantastic. Cool. Uh, outside of that, if you want to get with us in the save point, uh, you can get there at tiny.cc/savepoint. Come hang out with us, be a part of the game club. You will not regret it. It's so much fun. And uh, if you want to hit us the old-fashioned way, as in email. You can email us uh, uh, the retro rents at gmail dot com. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and that will wrap it up for our sixth episode. Uh, thank you, everybody, as always, for listening, for sharing, uh, giving us some reviews, especially um, that that makes you another hero. Because I just want us to have more and more people checking this out because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, do uh, you guys have any final thoughts before I before I close her out? I better not say anything. It'll be creepy, I'm sure. No, please do. I think we need one more clip for the intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Um, I, yeah, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I do want to give a huge shout-out to uh, Everyday Gamers. We love uh, you guys. <laughs> Meef J, Holy Headshot, and, and AZ, AZ Rockslide. Rock fantastic. Um like I've said many times before, uh, the main reason why I wanted to start a podcast is because I just loved listening to FBA gamers. Um, they're definitely my my personal inspiration for doing this. So, thank you so much, so much again um, to everybody, everybody listening. And uh, if you have any good uh, good podcast recommendations, please shoot them our way. Uh, yeah, we want to get a listen to some some more good stuff. So, yeah, hit us up, hit us up please. Yeah, they're they're our brothers in arms at this point. Love those guys. Okay. <laughs> and um yeah, I think that will uh, again that wraps it up for this week or this two weeks. Um thank you again for coming out and I will say since we're on the topic of Shin Megami Tensei, remember kids, you can become the demon, but don't let the demon become you. Ooh. What? <laughs> 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 that will end it. <laughs> Peace, everybody. Bye, all. <laughs>